do you have faith in Jesus Christ? Have you trusted him to be your savior, knowing that your good, your best works could not commend you to God and you need someone to stand in your place? Not just stand, but die in your place. This is Fixed on Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fixed on Jesus podcast. We are so grateful you took time to join us and as we meander through the trail of conversation that we're going to go down today. Uh, as always, my name is Rich, and I'm joined by Mark Johnson across the table. Hey, hey. Who is not singing. And behind no, the glass, we have Heather Corbett, our production coordinator, and the one that makes us sound much like better we, than we much are. Much better than we yeah. are, and like we know what we're doing. So that's, uh, that's nice. So Heather does a wonderful job. Um, yes, thank you, Heather. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Stay behind that glass. Behind the glass. No, I mean, she needs to talk more. One of these days, she's going to come and we're going to have a podcast where we talk to her and she's behind the microphone. Yep. And she's just kind of saying, ha, 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 ha. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what are we talking about here today, Mark? Well, we are talking about something interesting. But before we get into that, you mentioned yeah. something about Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You said we'll save oh, it for the podcast. Oh, that's right. So I forget. One of the things I try to do, Mark got saved, what? Two Almost three years, three ago. years ago. Yeah. Okay, and so one of the things he's not initiated in is sort of <laughs> the some of the Christian subculture that if you've grown up in the church like me um, or Heather, uh, you know that there's just some some strange things, you know. Mm. And so um, and we've talked about some of them in the past. But one of the things that is it's kind of, it's Christmas time now um, at at recording, and one of the things that uh, went through the evangelicalism is at some point Christmas trees were of the devil. Ooh. Did you know that? I did not. I mean, I see one right here in our lobby. So more than one. I mean, we put a bunch. Yeah. I mean, so it was in did the eighties. For the past, this is the eighties. Like in the eighties, I had people who were. I mean, I was a child, and we had a Christmas tree, and it was like we invited the devil into our living room. Mm. Shame so on you. We didn't invite the devil. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Okay. I mean, and so the belief said that because druids worship trees, we are bringing a an object of pagan worship into our home. And uh, therefore it was wrong and evil to have Christmas trees. So Heather, you know, you heard that before? Yeah, she's heard that. And so <clears throat> Mark, have you ever heard that? No, no, but I get enlightened every time I talk to you. <laughs> Do you have a Christmas tree in your apartment, Mark? Martha made me a small one. Small one. It's about one foot high. One when foot I say high. made, she went to the, we went to the dollar store, yeah. bought one, bought, bought some So ornaments. you just have a small, a little bit of the devil in your house. Just a little bit, yeah. Okay, mine is not small. Um, <laughs> mine scrapes the ceiling almost. So. Okay. Uh, but it's my first one, actually. It's your first Christmas tree. So I tree. was fleeing from the devil up until this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not of the devil, so you're okay. Okay, good. So. good you know. Martin Luther, I mean, that's, that's, there's a lot of things, Christian, I mean, in, in a desire to be godly, there are, there are people who do internet research now. This is before that, but they do internet research now and say, oh, if there's a pagan origin of something, then it's wrong and evil, mm. and maybe we're opening ourselves up to something and, and, we're I not. See. The short answer is we're not. We're not. And uh, we are. It's 
the pagan roots of it are very, very dubious. So yeah, don't worry about it. I won't. I won't. So today we're talking about that's titled "How to Talk to Catholics." Yeah, um, it can be confusing. They go to church. We go to church. Yep. Yep. What are the differences between Catholics and Protestants? Now, when you say Catholics, I'm going to go a little nerdy here. Catholic. Do you know what Catholic means? The universal. Word? Universal. So it used to be that Catholic described all Christians everywhere. Yeah. Um, so what we're talking about specifically is the Roman Catholic understanding of. So like you, like one of the creeds, we actually quote uh, the Apostles' Creed uses the word the Holy Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and so that that is every person who is is part of the of the Christian church. And so the Roman but we're talking about Roman Catholicism where yeah. it's head, headquartered in the Vatican. So when we say Catholicism or Catholic, we that's yeah, what we mean. That's what we mean. Okay. And so I just sometimes I've gotten questions before where people are like we're not Catholic but we use that word Catholic and, th- and that's where that comes from. Yeah. And so uh, so the Roman Catholic So it is. I mean we we live in an area where there's a lot of people that are Roman Catholic and a lot of a lot of folks have a background in Roman Catholicism, and I get this question a lot of time. How do you? How are we to think about what they believe, what they, are, who they are, and and et cetera, et cetera? Right? Yeah, it's very similar. It seems more similar than different. Yeah, I mean, when we talk to people who are Catholic, first of all, I'm not gonna assume anything. I want to talk if they're interested in talking about what I believe. I want to be kind and gracious. Yeah. I don't want to pound them over the head with what I believe or what right. Protestants believe. Um, but part of what <laughs> the word Protestant. The root of Protestant is protest. Mm. And do you know what they were protesting against, Mark? The Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic yeah. Church. So part of what, and then reform. Do you know where we were reforming from? We're reforming from the Roman Catholic Church. And the Anglican Church. And oh, so okay. like, well. 96 thesis? Uh, or how many? What? Like the 96? Martin is, Luther? How is many? Is it 96? 96. Is it? I don't know. Is it? I got Chat GPT He's right 95. here. He's 95, so 90, that's okay. Ah, one, that's all right. I added, you were close. I added to you were it. close. Where did he? Where did he? Where did he nail that up? He nailed it on the front of the door of the church. A Home Depot. Stop. No, it was <laughs> in what city? Oh, Wittenberg. Is that Germany? Yeah, that's okay. Germany. All right. Anyway, so yeah, he started all that stuff, and it, that's another thing. If you are interested in reading about Martin Luther and all of that, there's a great book by Roland Bainton called Here I Stand. Mm. Really good. It's Martin Luther's life. So anyway, but uh, one of the basic things you should understand about Roman Catholics is that they have a very different understanding of both justification and righteousness. And so justification, essentially for them, well, really the, the key word is righteousness. So as Protestants, what we believe is that when we become Christians, um, immediately we're regenerated, we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and in the before the Lord, we're justified, which means we're declared righteous before the Lord. So when we become a Christian, like when you became a Christian almost three years ago, you d- were declared righteous. That doesn't mean that your righteousness, that you were perfect, mm. or that you were as like God as you will be in a few years, or when you see him face to face. But before the Lord, your de- the declaration about Mark Johnson was he's righteous. Now that wasn't because of your actions, that was because of the actions of Christ. And so the, the righteousness that Protestants talk about is what's called an imputed righteousness we receive, or an alien righteousness, we hear that sometimes as well, 
a righteousness that we receive from Jesus for that declaration, right? Roman Catholics are going to speak of of righteousness being coming into the heart or the life of the the believer via baptism. Mm-hmm. And so what what happens with the Roman Catholic folks is that they believe that baptism um, righteousness is kind of like a um, well, it's kind of like a cup that's full or empty. And so when you sin, righteousness falls out. Mm. And so you have to go to mass. Uh, you have to confession, confession. You have to, there's seven sacraments for the, for the Catholics. And so you have to observe the sacraments in order to maintain or increase your righteousness. And so what we would say is, no, no, that's confusing justification and sanctification. One of the things that Catholics rightly point out is there's a lot of people who say they're Christians, but their life doesn't line up with it, right? Yeah. And so what we're not saying when we say that we believe in justification by faith alone, what we're not saying is that the faith does not lead to works. It does. Right. But it's the, not before. But it's not. But, or it's not even in, it, we're not saved because of works. Right. Luther said one point, we believe in justification by faith alone, but that faith is never alone. Yeah. It's exhibited by good works, mm. right? Not perfect works, not works without sin in every single way, but it's genuine, right? So we talk about being genuine disciples, right? And so what we would say is at regeneration, we're declared righteous before God and that will not change. And over our lifetime, we become more holy as we grow in godliness, as we confess and repent of sin, as we follow him, as we obey. But our righteousness level before God never changes. Okay. And so that's a really big different, uh, yeah. difference. I mean, there's others. I mean, the Roman Catholic doctrine teaches this. They believe the same thing about who God is. Yeah, like his character. His, well, his person. Yeah, his person. His character, who Jesus is, his person, you know, those sorts of things. And, and you know, there's also the problem. They have uh, serious problems about Mary because they misunderstand much about her. But mm-hmm. um, the... But the big one is justification. Yeah. Um, and that, right? So essentially, to use Protestant terms, we would say that um, that what they do is misunderstand what justification by faith is. Yeah. They confuse it with sanctification, which is the process of growing in holiness. We would say, yeah, we should grow in holiness, but that doesn't change our righteousness level yeah. for someone who's genuinely saved. Right. Okay. So you did a great job explaining the differences and the core beliefs of the two groups. Um, there's two more things that I wanted to get into. Yeah. Um, specifically the title, like how to talk to them. So now that we, you've explained those differences, how do we talk? If you want to do that one first or. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So, go for it. Um, so I think it depends on who you're talking to because, and I'm not trying to paint with too broad of a brush, but many Roman Catholics, they're, they don't know what they believe officially as a church. Right. And so like. Um, and many Roman Catholics are not encouraged to read the Bible. They're just encouraged to go to Mass. Mm. And so when I'm talking to someone who's Roman Catholic, I'm going to find out, first of all, do they understand or know what the Catholic Church believes? Okay, so kind of see where they're at, feel yeah. them out. So someone who is a Roman Catholic who doesn't know, I'm going to just talk to them and you know, not say, hey, this is what you believe, but just try to speak to them like here's what the Bible says. Yeah. Here's, here's how we're, how we see things and that kind of thing. So you're um, almost kind of a, almost assuming they would know as much as someone who wasn't exposed. 
I mean, I, I just get, I'm going to ask person questions. By person. It's person by person. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. ask questions. So I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a massive difference between somebody who's who knows the Catholic theology mm-hmm. and someone who doesn't. Okay. Most people are not. Most people do not know what what the Roman Catholics believe. They they were raised Roman Catholic. They go to the Roman Catholic Church. Traditions. Yeah. Or tradition, or just that's what their family does. That's yeah. what they do. And so, um, and that's fine. I just, so there's a difference between, I'm not trying to be arrogant here, but there's educated Catholics and uneducated Catholics. I'm not talking about whether they got a GED. I'm talking about educated in their, in their, in their theological tradition. And those are very different people to talk to. Mm. So someone who's uneducated in what they, what the Roman Catholics believe, you know, that's going to be a very different conversation than someone who is. Yeah. Right. And so. Um, but most of the people we run into are not, they're not versed in the Roman Catholic tradition. They don't understand the sacraments working, how, um, justification works, how we would understand what faith is, all those, they're not going to understand that. Now, if someone is a, an educated Catholic, they, they will. And so you, to talk about the differences we have is going to be, you know that, that you, you want to just be kind and gracious. Yeah, of course. Ask questions um, and try to you know hear what they're looking to yeah, say. Yeah, how they how they came to believe what they believe. Yeah, about. and the thing with an educated Catholic is they're going to understand. They're going to use words like justification, um, sanctification, but in a different way. But they're going to mean something different. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you to sum it up, and I have one more question. But to sum it up, you'll talk to them with love and yep. grace, but you'll also try to understand kind of where they're at in terms of their knowledge of the reason why they believe their own beliefs. Was it more so an inherited thing through family or is it something that they like studied out and understand and kind of go from there? But exactly. of course with love, And then, then you track, then the conversation goes totally different. Yeah. And of course, you know, like you said, they, the person of God, they agree on the yep. person of Jesus. Yeah. They um, just don't agree on the method or the, the functions, mean, the means of salvation, Yeah, yeah. which is a big deal. Right. Yeah, totally. So speaking of salvation, that kind of leads right into my next question. Um, in your opinion, are, are Catholics saved? Yeah, that's which is the the next natural question. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I pointed out the educated versus uneducated Catholic. Um, I would say that um, the, <laughs> the more, this is going to sound kind of funny, but the more someone knows about Catholic doctrine and believes it, uh, if they believe what what the Roman Catholic ter- Church teaches about salvation, that is believing in salvation by works, and so no, they're not saved. But there's all, but most of people do not know. So, like, yeah. I'm thinking of you know maybe somebody listening, their mother or grandmother who doesn't know. They they love Jesus. They read yeah. the Bible. They go to church, and this is what all they've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're not going to know the difference between an alien righteousness or imputed righteousness or infused righteousness. They're just going to know. I just love Jesus. Are those yeah. people saved? I think so. Yeah. If their faith is genuinely in Jesus Christ, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's the rub. And so I think there are a lot of genuine Catholics um, who, who are people in the Catholic Church who are saved. Yeah. Well, I mean, but at the same thing is the pro- just because someone calls themselves a Protestant, that doesn't mean they're True. saved. Yeah. There's people who go to church and their life they have hidden have hidden issues in their life and their life don't doesn't measure up to. I mean, it's not a changed life. And so, yeah. you know, we don't we don't believe that justification by faith means you're justified. You live however you want. That person is not justified. Right. And so some of the critiques the Catholic Church has about the Protestant Church is legit yeah. because we 
I mean, it, do we have changed lives or not? Right. You know, and so we're not saved by our works, but our works show who we are. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Um, it's kind of a long. It's a longer conversation, maybe, than we had time here for. Time yeah, no, here today, it's, but it's. Um, I think it's very relevant to. I think everyone has a, someone who is either a devout or Catholic in name only in their family or yeah. close to them. Yeah, sure. It's the big. There's the most. There's more Catholics than there are Protestants. Is that? Oh, totally. True? I think yeah. so. I think so well, too. I, I looked it know. up before, but Did, yeah, I think maybe. Um, and also, if you're. One of the other things that's totally different, on, and this is, might be another podcast someday, but the Roman Catholic Church in Mexico and other parts of the Latin American world is radically different than the United States. Mm. And so there's syncretism and like occult attachments in the Roman Catholic Church. So you can't assume that if someone comes here from another country and they say they're Catholic, you cannot assume it's the uh, same as what we have here. Okay. That's a different that makes sense. conversation. Yeah, and then last thing, just to make sure we're being sufficiently humble, the same way that there might be varying levels of understanding amongst Roman Catholics, it's also the same for Protestants. Absolutely, like, yeah. We right. might not, some totally. of us might not know no. why we believe what we believe. No, some and that's us, fine. That's why yeah. we're doing this podcast. Yeah, like, totally. To be like, hey, you know, we're not trying to say salvation is a matter of knowledge. It's not. It's not what you know. It's do you have faith in Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Have you trusted him to be your savior, knowing that your good, your best works could not commend you to God and you need someone to stand in your place, not just stand, but die in your place. Mm-hmm. So that's what we need to believe. And that's what we preach. You know, I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to stand up there and throw bombs at the Catholic church. Yeah. I'm not going to stand up there and, and just assume that because if everybody's in, in this room on Sunday morning is here, they're Christians. I'm not going to do that because that's not right. Yeah. Um, and so absolutely it's about who we trust. Yeah. Um, cause I've known a lot of people who have really good theology, but don't trust mm. Jesus. Really. They yeah. know a lot about the Bible. They know about God, but they don't know God. And mm. that's dangerous too. That's a different danger. Yeah. Um, and so some of the critique the Roman Catholics have about the Protestant church is legit. Um, but at the basic core level, the, the belief that their understanding of righteousness is at odds with what the New Testament communicates. So that's awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of different directions we could go with this. Yeah, this ask be, questions, people. Yeah, this might you might have questions. Shoot, shoot us an email and yeah. uh, production at centergilbert.com. And you too can hear that email bell go off. And nope. Oh no, this is not. There we'll was, edit it out. Don't worry. No, there I was, just wanted to show them what they were getting into. That you didn't even ring the bell well. And I so know. You want to try it? No, okay. it's not. It's on your side of the table. Uh, and so you got a long you arm. Don't wait. You know, you don't want to like wear that bell out. So uh, only yeah. when an email comes in, does that email bell okay. go off? <laughs> and so that's why, um, that's why we, you, it went off poorly. Your hand touched it and it, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was a half hearted effort. That's right. Anyway, but anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. If you have questions about this, anything else, if this is something you'd like us to elaborate more on, or if you have specific questions, please email us at production, production at centergilbert.com. Thank you and have a blessed day. Boom. See ya.